Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. How are hello. you? I'm doing good. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Like we really excited about this, and I, I, you know, when this came across the desk, I was like, and I got to doing some research and stuff. I'm like, yo, this is really, really amazing. Um, what you're doing out here. How did I not know Thank about you. This? <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you helping spread the word. It's, we're, we're, we're relatively new. We're only a year and a half old. So we're building out some marketing here. But yeah, we're, we're excited. We're in a really new uh, part of the sports industry. So we're excited to keep growing. Wow. Yeah, I just think that it's, um, it's absolutely amazing. But, you know, it, it, it also has me just like open. I'm like, because... A lot of people don't really know about this type of profession or what goes, you know, what a lot of the athletes um, and entertainers and stuff go through with with having these type of services and stuff like that to really keep balance in their life. So I just think that it's Mm -hmm. really, really amazing. Yeah, thank you. No, it's it's definitely a part of the athlete story we don't hear very much about. Um, But every athlete goes through some kind of transition, um, usually at a young age. And there's a lot of struggle that comes along with that. And so what we try and do is is make it as positive as possible, right? Give them opportunities to find something else that they love, find something else that they're good at, and, and help them reach their goals in whatever they're trying to do, not not just their sport, right? Athletes are so talented, they're so motivated, um, and they have so many great skills they've learned from sports over the years. Right. And so our job is just to help them move that into whatever career path speaks to them. Right. You know, um, so let's let's talk about um, a little bit. Let's talk about life before um, you decided to choose this career path like what was what was danielle berman doing um before this or was this always the vision path for you no i i wish i could say that but i was not (laughs) was not in this was not even in my mind of a possibility i went to college for sport management so i i did always want to work in sports but really just a traditional like work for a team or work in marketing for a sports company. Um, that was really what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up working for a former NFL player for several years. And that's where I saw this whole other side of the athlete experience, which is the post game, right? The, the life after um, and just working with him and with our team and some of the athletes that we worked with on the events and initiatives we did with his firm. Um, you know, it was just an eye-opening experience. So it really changed my whole perspective on what sports is about right. um, and what sport can be. Right, and it's a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of leagues make a lot of money, and these athletes do too. But there's a lot more risk on on their side um, because they could get injured tomorrow and it's all gone. Right, so right. they need to have a plan for what's next. And that's really where this kind of came from. But yeah, it was definitely not in the cards, I would say. Did not grow up wishing to be in this position, but I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to help. Absolutely. Now, um, I, it's something you said, it, it, and, and um, this is a quote. I don't know if, if I'm quoting this correct, but I like this. 
You said athletes should be supported as individuals with unique skills, passions, and interests rather than a cog in the sports industry machine. I love that. Now, can can we can, can we can we talk about can we talk about that a little bit? Can you go into that a little bit just to give my listeners um, a little bit more understanding about this line of work? and how important it is in the um, sports world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that saying of cog in the machine, to me it relates because sports is so very much next man up or next woman up, right? If you can't do it, there's somebody else waiting for their shot. And that's just how it is. That's how life is. But I think especially in sports, we treat athlete as one category, right? Athlete is athlete. That's it. And unfortunately, athletes are not athletes. And actually, fortunately, they're not. They're all unique. They have different interests, different talents. They look different. They act different. Uh, They're from different cultures. They're from different communities. Um, And you can't label all athletes in the same way. And I think a lot of the career transition programming and career transition um, support systems that are, you know, starting to be built are having to say, okay, there is no one size fit all solution. There just isn't because every athlete wants to do something different. He or she has different goals and passions. Um, and so that's really what we try and do is, is we're not really concerned about how can we help every single athlete, you know, solve this one problem. We're saying, no, we want to work with each person that has their own unique individual problems and say, okay, how can we help you become a teacher or become, uh, you know, in the STEM field, work in tech. Um, You know, we might work with somebody that's trying to start their own company. You know, it's everybody has different goals and visions. And someone might say, I just want to invest some of the money I've made and not work ever again. That's fine, right? And so I think the reason we say rather than a cog is that right now athletes are kind of treated as a cog in the machine. They're the ones that people pay to see, and so we prepare them for playing the game. But then we don't prepare them for when they're 25, 26, 28, 30, and they're done. Right. Then then the lights go out, the calls stop coming in, and the resources stop coming in. Right. And they're on their own. And that's what we're trying to say is this doesn't have to be that way. In the sports industry, we can create opportunities and resources for these athletes because it's also important for them to be contributing members to other industries when they finish their sports career. So that's really where I see them being influential. And and because they're all so unique and individual, they're going to do amazing things. They just need those resources to make it happen. Right, right. I think that that's, um, I think that that's great and amazing um, that that you um, have that passion um, to to want to even contribute in that way. I think that that's great. Um, what's the most difficult thing um, you think is you think that is the hardest thing for um, athletes after the league? Um, what's the hardest thing for them to transition um, after the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing we find with the athletes we work with is that team is gone, right? The locker room aspects, the, 
the just constant support system, having that coach, that trainer, all those people around you, you you lose that team, you lose that closeness. Um, and that can be really hard for a lot of guys and girls, um, you know, when they retire from sport. Um, and I think that's really the big challenge is now they're completely alone and it's a world that they're not familiar with. The, it's the world of business or the world of, you know, government or wherever they're going into, it's not the same as sport. Um, so they have to learn on their own. And so that's really the big challenge we see is just right. that, you know, isolation that they're not used to. Right, right. I get it. Um, how, how important is it for athletes um, to have someone such as yourself um as a as, as a self guide um after the league like um is it becoming more um more of a thing now um as we're going farther into the millennium years um as it was let's just say um before is it becoming more of a necessity for for players now yeah i think it's it's you know, definitely becoming more and more common that one, athletes are just talking about the challenges, right? You hear more people speaking out about the struggles they've gone through and kind of teaching the next generation what not to do and and what they should be doing and preparing for. Um, We've seen a lot of negative stories about athletes, especially coming from the bigger sports leagues, um, losing money and getting, you know, taken advantage of and it's really important for athletes coming up now to educate themselves and surround themselves with people that they know are going to do the best things for them and not just for themselves and so I think athletes are starting to realize that there's a lot of uh, opportunities uh, out there but they have to know how to navigate that world um, and there's always somebody looking to take advantage right so right. you just have to have somebody you know whether it's us whether it's your agent whether it's your advisor you need somebody that can look at you as more than just you know a dollar sign and there's a lot of great people out there that do um, you just have to make sure that you vet the people you work with um, and that you're you're pretty sure that you know they would support you regardless of whether they're going to get a percentage of a contract out of it or not. So I think that's, that's the, that's the really big thing. We've seen a lot of athletes transitioning to say, you know what, like I'm going to take my life outside of sports just as seriously as my life in sports. And that's been a great change to see, especially with younger athletes. Well, we're not where we need to be, but it's definitely getting more common. Right. Right. Wow. That's great. Vibe Show 97.9. We just in here vibing out with the one and only Danielle Berman, career development entrepreneur and philanthropy. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked. We're going to go to the commercial and we coming back with more of Danielle Berman. Y'all make sure y'all keep it locked in. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. What's up, everybody? It's AVO, and you're listening to my man Kano the Don on Vibe 97.9 FM.
tell me he was looking for me. Don't slip, baby, don't slip. You could get it if you want it. I won't trip unless you give me tag when we're flying private. Now you're checking for me, and now I'm checking for you. Cause you take me higher. You never bring me down. I'm your rider. Spin up like a couple times, you light up. Vibe Show 97.9, back with my special guest, the very lovely Danielle Berman. Man, we just in here really chopping it up, man, talking sports, talk what you know about it. <laughs> Danielle, <laughs> now, um, I, you know, I got to ask you, too, with everything um, going on in the world right now, I mean, it's absolutely crazy right now. We're living in uh, some times that we none of us probably never even saw this even coming um how how has this impacted um your life and um your business um at this you know at this time yeah yeah definitely you can definitely say that again nobody was expecting this but um you know i think for for me uh i'm work from home on a regular basis so that wasn't really a big adjustment but a lot of our business was surrounding events. Right. Um, you know, we did a, a big event at Super Bowl in Miami in January, um, which was a lot of fun. We had a lot of great people out there and some amazing athletes sharing their perspectives. Um, and we were supposed to be at the Final Four in Atlanta this year, which, as we all know, did not happen. Um, and so we've really been affected by the fact that the sports industry as a whole has completely shut down um, and really been... <laughs> totally virtual um, and that really means that a lot of players uh, and athletes are sitting at home um, so it's affected our business negatively from doing live events but we also have a lot of athletes with some time on our hand with their on their hands uh, so we've been really engaging them in webinars and trying to connect and just see what they need what support that they need during this time so it's been a blessing um, as well as, as a difficult time. And so we're just trying to make the most of it, as I'm sure many other businesses are. Um, and we're lucky that we do have so many abilities to work virtually at this point. Um, I know some people are not lucky enough to be able to work from home right now. Right. Um, and so we're, we consider ourselves lucky that we're able to keep things moving. Absolutely. Now, um, do you, you know, just, just your... Um just your opinion on things being that we're on the topic. I would like to get your opinion because I mean, you are in the sports world and you are around, um, you know, dealing with athletes on a regular basis. Um, you know, just to get your, I love to, I would love to get your perspective on, you know, do you think that, you know, anything as far as, uh, sports entertainment, as we knew it, do you think that it will, um, possibly get back, uh, to that space or what's your thoughts on it? I do. I think, I think it really depends on that vaccine, right. That they're working on. Um, I, I think if we can be cure, you know, have a, have a way to prevent people from getting sick, um, it definitely will go back to some pretty close to normal. Um, but I do think that you will probably see some 
some new uh, measures of protection in stadiums or in concert arenas and wherever um, where they do have maybe uh, temperature stations or able to check the temperature before you go in. Um, they might, you know, limit the number of people allowed in, um, you know, within the next six months to a year. So, you know, from what we're hearing is, you know, there's definitely going to be sports later this year, for sure. Right. Um, whether there's going to be fans, that's up to really the state and local levels to determine that. But, um, you know, even as far as early next year, um, I think a lot of stadiums and venues are going to have to start thinking about their safety protocols and how do they let people back. And so that's been a big conversation in the industry is how are they going to how are they going to keep people safe, right, and right. keep people healthy when they go to a game? Um, and so, yeah, it, it's it's all still up in the air. I would I would say that anybody that says they know what they're doing is 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 uh, just telling you a, a lie or making something up at this point because we're all kind of in the dark. But yeah, right, people right. are working really hard. <laughs> There's a lot of event people and sports working overtime right now trying to figure things out. But right. yeah, I'm I'm hoping because it's it's been a long couple months without sports. I'll tell you. That right. With, with you being um, a sports lover, um, you know, and, and obviously for uh, quite some time you know, to be in this career field, um, I, I have to ask you about, you know, you know, your thoughts on The Last Dance. Mm. Yeah, I loved it. I watched every week. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, and I was not, you know, really following, um, you know, the Michael Jordan era. Um, I was still, you know, pretty young when he was playing regularly. Um, so I knew his story. I knew he was a great athlete. Right. Um, but just the way that, you know, he really dominated everything about basketball, oh, off right. the court, on the court, you know, and the personal vendettas he built up for himself. And it was, it was so entertaining and so much fun to watch. But it was really interesting for me because I got to really learn more about you know the history of basketball in the last 20 years right so right. um i really enjoyed it i thought they did a really great job um i was so bummed when it was over i was, I know, I was right? like they need to <laughs> i was like, man, <laughs> I was like where's that episode more? can we do 20 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. what else do we have to do right let's keep them coming i know so yeah I'm sad too i i really because i'm a huge uh, mj <laughs> fan it, it just Mm-hmm. You know, I just yeah, I, I learned I learned a lot, you know, and I just wanted to get your um, your take on it with, you know, with being in the in, in that business, you know, around athletes and stuff like that, you know, um, just being able to 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 witness that. I just mm-hmm. it was it was it was a beautiful thing. And we're probably going to see um, probably see some more docs um, rolling, yeah. rolling out. Um, rolling out, rolling out fairly soon, too. You know, I just I yeah, it's, well, it's different. I thought the one thing they did a, a really good job at was showing the the struggles that he went through because he was who he was, right? right. He was Michael Jordan, and that meant he stayed in the hotel, right? Or right. you know, when he when he left to go to baseball, and people were just you know furious and upset, and it's you know the same thing as when an athlete retires early now and um, or decides that you know they're you know gonna walk away versus you know do what the team or what they're you know, fans want them to do. And I think it, it showed that you kind of have to do what works best for you. Right, you know, right. if, if you're confident and, you know, want to go play baseball instead of basketball and you're the best basketball player in the world, if that's what you really want to do, 
go do it. It's your life, right? right. And and you don't owe anybody an extra year or an extra game even. And so I thought that was a great perspective to share. But he just really was like, I'm going to do what I want. And I don't owe anybody anything. And I thought that was really, really cool to see and hopefully athletes now can see that and say you know what yeah I, I don't owe anybody anything except myself right. and I have to do it right for me so I thought that was a great you know little shout out to all the athletes out there that you know have taken a stand or done something for their own personal benefit or happiness versus right. the team or the, the game you know what what um fan question um I got <laughs> in for you um they asked uh what is what does a typical day look like um, for Danielle Berman, and um, how do you make it productive? Yeah, um, I would say it's a lot harder to be productive when you are stuck in one place. Um, but I really focus on three things. Um, I make a list of all the things I want to get done that day, but I make a big list on, you know, like I have three bullets and those are the three things that if it's five or six o'clock or whatever, and they're out, they aren't done, I'm not done. Right. And so it, it helps me focus, um, and stay productive because, you know, everybody has those days where you get a lot done, but nothing that you actually need to get done. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so it's like the story of my life. And so now that we're stuck at home, I've been really trying to make myself stay focused on the big picture tasks that I have to get done. Um, and a lot of times that's working with the athletes we're working with. So um, having some of our group calls or coaching calls, um, planning out some of our live stream events, so hopping on planning calls for those. So it's a lot of Zoom calls nowadays or phone calls. Um, but really, we do also a lot of a lot of research. We do a lot of, uh, you know, connecting with experts, getting their feedback, recording um, useful information that we can share with some of our athletes. So I would say there's no typical day, um, but, you know, really it's we're trying to ascertain and grab as many resources and, and good information for the athletes we work with as possible. Right. Um, so it's a lot of conversations and, you know, anyone that's building a business or a brand knows that it's all about the relationships and networks that you have. And so a lot of my time as the CEO is really making those relationships. And I have a couple of team members that really help me execute some of the smaller things um, so that I can focus on, you know, staying in touch with people and, and having those bigger picture conversations. Right, right. Wow. That's great. Um, you know, with being home, um, quarantining and, and, and all of the <laughs> <laughs> quarantining, yep. what, what, I mean, have you have you learned anything new about yourself? Like, you know, being forced to slow down in, in the fast paced world that, you know, everybody's moving, trying to, you know, get things done. And now we all forced to kind of take a step back and, and, and chill. Is it anything that you um can can share with us that you've learned about yourself um anything yeah that's a great point I, I think I was definitely one of those that I think didn't know I needed this pause but I needed this pause um but like you said it's given me a lot of time to reflect and think um and I think one thing I've learned about myself is that I think I do well when I'm really, really busy, um, but I don't. I do better when I have time and I can, you know, not rush through things. Um, I can check a lot off a list, but like I said earlier, is it really important stuff that I'm checking off? And so I think this 
whole quarantine, as, as frustrating and as unfortunate as it is, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff that we haven't been able to do. Everybody, Absolutely. you know, has missed out on a lot. But I think that ability to just kind of sit back and pause and, you know, with family and I'm, I'm you know, it's, family's not always the people you want to be stuck with sometimes, but you, you get some time to be with them and spend more time with them than you would otherwise and connect with people. But I think I've learned that I need more pauses in my life and I need to give myself that space. Uh, Cause I think you're right. Everybody's in go mode all the time. Right. And it's not, you know, it's not the thing to give yourself a pause, give yourself a break. But I think this hopefully teaches people maybe not a three month break. I think that's gone a little too long for me, but uh, <laughs> I think maybe like a week or a day or two in between, you know, just giving yourself an evening or a day just to, you know, do something positive for you. And I think this has really taught me that I need to start doing that more. Um, more often. That's so. right, Danielle. Factoring it in. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I myself exactly. as well. Um, you know, we just gotta it's you know, when we're when we're when we're planning and getting things together and organizing, I mean, you know, I, it's taught me that I need to organize uh some break time in there too, just to kind of kind of unplug and disconnect from the system. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like yeah. You know, we really be really trying to exhaust the day out to get it done. Because I can't, me personally, I can't really rest unless I feel satisfied like I've accomplished um, as much as I can accomplish in the course of a day. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just a fanatic <laughs> trying too. to get things done. You know what I mean? So, well, that's good. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm not the only one. So, you know, you you share that too. So, that thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, um, yes, we're not the only ones for right, sure. Right. Now, um, what? Uh, another fan question. Um, what? What's one thing that you could say that um, sets you apart? Um, as an entrepreneur that put kind of puts you in your own lane? That's a great question. Um, I would say the thing that I really pride myself on that I think sets me apart is that I do not accept no for an answer. <laughs> um, I am very much like there when, where there's a will, there's a way. Wow. And that doesn't mean I don't hear no. I hear no a lot. Um, but that doesn't make me say, oh, it's a bad idea. What it makes me say is, okay, maybe not right now. So I'll come back to them or I'll ask them why not. And then once I get the answer, I iterate, I change, um, or I'll move on to somebody else. Right. And I think you need that as an entrepreneur. And I certainly wasn't always like that, but once you start getting the first few no's that come in, um, it starts to thicken your skin and you start to go, that's it. That's the worst thing that could happen. Okay. We're good. <laughs> you know, and got. that's all you yeah. got. Just a no for me. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be, exactly. back. I'll be back in two weeks. hundred <laughs> percent. But yeah, I think that's, that's one thing I really do pride myself on is like, I will find somehow, some way, a way to get it done. Even if it's not the way I originally envisioned it. Um, you know, and I think that's, being adaptable but yeah it's, it's you gotta you gotta get it done right you just gotta right. do it and i think that's one thing that's uh, you know really kept me going is that you just gotta keep moving forward and don't let no's or a challenge stop you just gotta overcome it right do you think that um 
you think that that a lot of people um afraid of afraid of those no's um you think that 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 hinders um hinders growth with with being afraid of of those doors being closed yeah i think so and and just as someone that used to be terrified of hearing no and would work super hard to never hear no um I didn't grow as much when I wasn't hearing no because I wasn't putting things out there, right? I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, presenting an idea. I wasn't speaking up in a meeting. I was just getting the instructions and delivering. Right. Um, but if I had a better idea or if I had my own idea, I wasn't necessarily pushing it forward. Um, and being an entrepreneur, you know, you can't wait for people to come to you because it's going to be a lonely a lonely uh, a lonely time for you because a, nobody's just going to approach you <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> yeah you're you're not going to be making much money if yeah. you're waiting for people to call you up right. and say hey i'd love to work with you right um you know it's you got to go out there and say hey here's what i want to do are you in or out and if they're out find out why right and i think it's definitely a growth opportunity and so that's how you kind of have to see it and that's how i've i won't say i'm perfect at it like i still don't like getting no but i now see it more as an opportunity to get better right and to grow um and instead of being petrified by it i'm now going okay no but what can we do to change that to a yes down the road right and and what can i do to get the next person to say yes and so i think that's definitely an important part of uh you know growth is Hearing no and, and failure, just in general. Absolutely. Vibe Show 97.9, man. We just in here vibing out with the Queen Danielle Berman career, development, entrepreneurship, philanthropy. We in here, man, spreading some light and some joy, educating people on this amazing career. I just like, and, and I'm still like blown away with it. Um, and I'm learning learning a lot uh from this too i want to um take time out give you an opportunity to be able to um shout out anybody you want to shout out your your, your staff your crew um your uh, um anybody your, your family members anybody you want to uh, get some love to right now let's go on and get these people a shout out absolutely so i definitely want to thank our team um, and we have a, a great crew here. Uh, we have uh, Kelsey, we have Callie, um, we have Danielle, we have another Danielle, and we have Caitlin. We got a crew of ladies here that are helping us make all this happen. Um, I want to thank Michelle for connecting us here today. Um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of her. <laughs> and um, I want to thank I want to thank the athletes we're working with. They're amazing. They're wonderful. We work with a couple executives too. Um, and they're they're all really motivated and have amazing dreams and goals they're trying to work towards and they're working their butts off every day to, to get where they want to go outside of sports and so um, to, to all of you um, that are listening hopefully um, you know definitely uh, you know keep moving keep moving forward and and we're excited to see where they go and and, and what you guys achieve so um, I don't want to list every single person but definitely they know who they are and and we're really excited to to, to keep growing that network and that community 
Absolutely. Y'all let her make it. You now know she can't name everybody now. So y'all let her make it. Don't nobody uh, run up on her. Well, we quarantining right now anyway. So, well, you're safe. You're safe, Danielle. Don't worry about it. You're safe. We quarantining. So, can't nobody come run up on you. Hey, you didn't see my name. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's, um, let's put those plugs out there, too. Let's go on and plug everybody up so they can get connected with you, with your social platforms, your websites, um, you know, anybody that's trying to connect with you um athletes uh entertainers whoever's listening right now that's interested in uh digging in and trying to find more let's go on and plug them up absolutely so we are uh at tacklewhatsnext.com make it pretty easy you can find all of our upcoming online events we're trying to do a couple at least every month just to keep people engaged um, and as well as when we're able to get back to live events you'll see all that information there too um, you can follow us on social media on any platform at Tackle What's Next. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, so you can find us there and, of course, stay in touch with all the great things that we're doing. Um, and, yeah, we have a, a weekly newsletter that goes out for opportunities for athletes. So if you are an athlete or you know an athlete that's looking just to get a leg up in what's coming up next when their sports career ends, definitely uh, suggest they follow us or engage with us. and. We'd love to chat with them about what they're trying to do. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, before we um, close, I gotta ask you uh, ask you this because uh, you're so well spoken. And um, what advice um, could you give to anyone who's thinking about choosing the type of career path that you're on? Um, could you give them any any advice or any um, guidance? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for saying I'm well spoken. That's so, so very nice of you. <laughs> um, but no, I would say in terms of advice, you know, being an entrepreneur is definitely not easy. And, and being an entrepreneur in a, in a space like athlete transition, um, you just have to be flexible and adaptable. But my biggest piece of advice, and I, I said this earlier, is if you really want to do this and you want to make an impact, um, don't let somebody stop you by saying, oh, well, you know, how are you going to make money or how are you going to do this? Or there's already people out there doing it. Right. Um, there's enough uh, business and opportunity out there for everybody. And um, I look at everyone else out there in the athlete transition space as, as friends and collaborators versus competitors. And I think we can all support each other. And, um, you know, for any entrepreneurs out there, regardless of what industry you're trying to go into, um, just, just, start bringing our idea to life we, we need more um innovation and and we need more uh, great ideas out there in the world and i'm hoping that during this quarantine some of these uh, entrepreneurs have been thinking and innovating and getting us some really cool stuff that'll come out in the next uh you know year or so that we can all enjoy so that'd be my advice just just do it and get it out there and um you know try and find some people to, to support you and build you up as you go absolutely wow Thank you. Uh, for anybody who are uh, for the late people, you know, there's always some late people or some people who just wasn't paying attention. They, they hear us, but they're not paying attention. Let's plug them up one more time so they can get connected. Because I don't want to hear about, hey, uh, get a DM. Hey, man, um, what was the, uh, what was her uh, IG? What was her website? <laughs> plug them up. Plug them up, Danielle. Plug them up. All right. So we're at tacklewhatsnext.com. 
and we're on social uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can just type in at Tackle What's Next. And you can follow us and get all the latest that we are up to. So just type in Tackle Us Next and, and you'll find us for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, you're going to have to come back on here again now. You, um, I would love to. Oh, yes. my gosh. It's been so much fun. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Like you really, really like made the rest of my day. Um, and I would like to stay uh, connected. So, and whenever you guys got some things going on, or you need something uh, promoted that you want to talk about on air or whatever, you make sure that you reach out, put us on that media list, and um, come on back through. And let's let's talk about it. And let's promote it. Let's get it out there. Sounds awesome. I will definitely do that. And I again, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Absolutely. And we're wishing you from me and the Vibe team and my eSource team, we're wishing you more blessings and more success with everything that you're doing right now and everything that you're going to be doing in the future. Please stay safe. Even though they're opening it back up slowly, it's still not a vaccine yet. So please be careful when you're moving around. If you got to move around. Yep. Absolutely. You do the same. Stay healthy, stay safe, and let's definitely do this again soon. Thank you again. Thank you so much. It's the one and only Danielle Berman. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. We love you, Danielle. The one and only Danielle Berman. Man, what a special person, man. I really, really enjoyed that. Y'all make sure y'all got those social platforms. Y'all make sure y'all get connected, man. Get connected. It's a lot of people out here doing a lot of amazing things. We got to get Danielle back on here again. I really enjoyed that. Shout out to everybody who jumped on the live, man, to show my special guests so much love. My Vibe family, y'all already know I love y'all so much. It wouldn't be no Vibe show without y'all. I love y'all. Everybody else who jumped on the live who's not familiar, y'all make sure y'all go and follow that station. We got our official Vibe Show 97.9 radio station website. It is up and pumping right now, man. You want to hear the hits 24-7? Log on to www.thevibeshow979.net. Nothing but hits pumping all day long, man. A lot of good advertisements going on over there. Also, we have our official app in the Google Play Store right now, man. Go download that app right now. The Vibe Show 97.9. Y'all go get that app, man, and get plugged in and get connected. Everybody, I love y'all. Y'all make sure that y'all continue to be safe, man. Don't walk uncareful. Take the necessary measures that you need to take, man, to be safe. Love y'all. If you're not following me, go follow me at Kano the Don 2975. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful evening. It's the Vibe Show 97.9. I'm out. Life can change at any given second.